Audio articles on Wilson County News made possible by C Street Gift Shop in downtown Floresville. What should we believe in the end? The passenger steamer SS Warmu was quietly knifing its way through the waters of the mid-Pacific on its way from Vancouver to Australia. The navigator had just finished working out a star fix and brought Captain John D.S. Phillips the result. The Warmu's position was lot 0 degrees 31N and long 179 30W. The date was December 31, 1899. Know what this means? First mate Peyton broke in, we're only a few miles from the intersection of the equator and the international date line. Captain Phillips was prankish enough to take full advantage of the opportunity to achieve the navigational freak a lifetime. He called his navigators to the bridge to check and double-check the ship's position. He changed course slightly so as to bear directly on his mark. Then he adjusted the engine speed. The calm weather and clear night worked in his favor. At midnight the SS Waramu lay on the equator at exactly the point where it crossed the international date line. The consequences of this bizarre position were many, the forward part bow of the ship was in the southern hemisphere and in the middle of summer. The rear stern was in the northern hemisphere and in the middle of winter. The date in the aft part of the ship was December 31, 1899. In the bow forward part it was January 1, 1900. This ship was therefore not only in two different days, two different months, two different years, and two different seasons, but in two different centuries, all at the same time. How much of this tale can be true or proven is all based on those aboard the SS Waramu, which at the time was observed to be in the general area of the incident. Of course it is a twist in the story with a side note of Mark Twain, once aboard the SS Waramu while on a year-long world tour to help pay off some of his debtors, who was authoring a book, Following the Equator, from 1895-97. Seems a similar tale is recorded in the book as Twain's twisted mind conjured up the idea of possibility. Who knows? We today have more important things to converse and worry about like the unlawful actions of the FBI, Federal Bureau of Incarceration, and UFOs, unidentified flying objects, oh wait a minute, sorry, WAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena. On one hand, right is wrong, patriotism is terrorism, the family is a conspiracy cult, and belief in God and following his laws and regulations for righteous living is somehow destructive to the natural order of mankind's behavior, not the world I grew up in or the life God intended for us to live. On the other hand, there are congressional hearings being held to investigate WAPs. All I can say is if other beings are visiting Earth from another part of the universe, there just isn't much we can do about it. If these sightings are of a spiritual nature, then the end is near. Just another smokescreen to divert attention away from the lawlessness of the present administration. I believe we will actually survive all this 21st century foolishness and what we're observing are test flights of time travelers. Who knows? Psalm 8 3-6, 2 Peter 3 7-10, I stand with the psalmist, in awe of the fact that in the universe God has made, he is mindful of me, a microscopic speck in all creation. I believe all of creation was made for mankind, the occupants of earth and no others. Peter writes that when the end of this age comes, the time when our spirits, we are made in his image, Genesis 1 26-27, spiritual, will return to God, and all of creation will be consumed with fire, then all will be gone, earth, sun, moon, galaxies, everything. We can attempt to come up with all kinds of scenarios to change the narrative, but no one can deny the truth in the end. AI, artificial intelligence, is being developed to create a new collective Star Trek Borg to better mankind.
The best life is a biblical life in the family of God.